You're now listening to the audible sanctuary that delves into the transformative power of embracing the more tender aspects of femininity. I'm your host, Dale Pasco, committed to making the allure of gentleness irresistible and showing you that it's safe to live in the soft side of womanhood. Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to She's So Soft. Before we get into today's episode, y'all know we have to say our affirmations. So let's go ahead and get those in. My inner dialogue is a reflection of the love and respect I have for myself. I embrace the beauty of femininity and nurturing by speaking kindly to my heart. My self-talk is a testament to my worth. I choose words that reflect my inherent value. Every day, I choose to be gentle with myself, offering words of encouragement and understanding. I will always speak to myself nice because I love myself too much to tear me down. So as always, write them down, speak them often, and remember they're most effective when applied with action. So last week, we got into the importance of you learning to say and accept that you are definitely that girl by acknowledging that you are all that and some. I decided to have that conversation because I know that it can really bother people when you walk confidently. And one telltale sign of you being authentic is that it begins to ruffle some feathers that really shouldn't be ruffled at all. So I wanted you to know that you have permission to accept the fact that you are all that and some and um, help you to start navigating through a confident life to no longer downplay who you are and truly accept yourself the way that God designed you as you learn to get better along the way. Today, I thought it would be a great segue to really dive into the importance of speaking to yourself nice. We tell people often, talk to me nice, but how often do you talk to yourself nice? I find it funny that we can place such a major demand on other people and the way they speak to us. And if they speak to us in a way that feels demeaning or belittling, we will check them in a minute. Sometimes some people don't. Some people just let those words fester. But a lot of times some people will check them in a minute. And it's like you speak to yourself the same exact way. So why is it making you mad that they're not speaking to you nicely, but you tear yourself down every single day, every single moment, any chance that you get. And what I was thinking about this morning is it's easy to check an outside source and allow yourself to kind of just get a tap on the hand or to allow it to just be brushed under the rug. But when that outside source begins to tap on what you're already saying to yourself, it can trigger you and piss you off to where you react. Instead of saying, okay, hold up. Why are the words that they're speaking to me right now pissing me off like this? Do I believe what they're saying? There have been times where people have said things to me and And because I was already feeling that way, when they said it, it illuminated that area and started to tap on that painful area, that pained area. And I would lash 
lash out as a result of them finding a spot that was hurting. But when I began to really do the work to make sure I was healing and speaking to myself kindly and, you know, making sure my internal dialogue was clear and clean because of, you know, how I was beginning to speak to myself and how I was living. If somebody did say something that was sideways, I'd probably look at them like, okay, what are you talking about? But it didn't hurt and I didn't feel like lashing out because I knew it wasn't true. So when you feel like something someone outside of you is saying is true that does not feel favorable, you don't want to look at them. Look at yourself and ask yourself, why is this hurting me? Because it's something inside of you that resonates with the words that they're speaking. Because of that, you feel the pain. It's a response to or a reaction to the pain. And I'm not saying that you should allow people to speak to you any type of way because you definitely should not. We should check people at the door. If you're coming to me and you're speaking any type of way and feeling like you can talk to me any type of way, listen, we're about to distance ourselves or I'm going to check you and say, hey, listen, do not speak to me like that. Don't call me out of my name. Don't play around with me with pet names that sound demeaning and belittling. Do not play with me like that because I don't play with myself like that. And even when there are times when we're just joking around, you better listen to what people are speaking over your life. Listen to what people are saying over your life when they're playing, when they're angry, even in prayer. There have been times where I have been in certain settings. There were people who were just so anxious to like get their hands on me and pray for me. And when they would begin to pray, it was always stuff that I was dealing with in the past that I had already overcome, or they would just be saying stuff that I knew was from how they were perceiving me. And so I have learned to stand and to listen to what's being said. And depending on the setting and the room, I will either confront them there and say, yeah, those words don't apply to me or I don't receive that. Or I will sit and wait. And when they're done, I'll say, you know, I'll pull them aside and let them know those words don't apply to me. And we have to get bold enough to know how to shut things down because when we don't, we allow that to become our internal dialogue. Unfortunately, I know that there are some people, like I mentioned before, who have grown up with parents or maybe in the hands of a different caretaker. And that caretaker really didn't fully comprehend the power of their words. Now, they knew how to cuss you out to get you to move and to, you know, use certain tones and to yell at you to put a fire under your behind. However, if they truly, truly, truly understood the magnitude of spewing curses on your life and um, lived in that convicted state, then they would not have done so, right? But when people do not understand the spiritual climates that they create through their words, then they will speak to you however they feel like speaking to you because that's how they get the results that they want. When you see the way that they speak to you is unfavorable and it's hurtful, take a moment to step back and see how they speak to themselves. And I know a lot of people who know how to speak highly of themselves outwardly, but you can tell by their actions and by when other people speak against them that they don't really believe the words that they're saying. So I really want to help you 
to not be that person and to know how to speak nice to yourself so that one, you are making sure you're creating a life that you love, right? The How we speak to ourselves is really going to determine how we speak about outside situations. And those situations are going to cause different things to either erect or be torn down in our lives. So we want to create lives that we love and creating a life you love begins with you first loving yourself after you allow God to love you, okay? And also it's important that you speak kindly to yourself, that you speak nice to yourself so that if other things are being said about you that do not seem true or you know they aren't true or they're from the past or they are being sent to you to tear you down, they don't move you. They don't get you in a place where you're depressed. They don't make you feel like you want to kill yourself. They don't send you on a rampage where you feel like you have to track down every person who's speaking against you. You step into a place that I like to call unbothered. Living a life unbothered will bother a lot of people. However, you won't be bothered enough to move because you don't care. You're living in a state where you know who you are. You speak to yourself in that way. You speak to others from that place and you simply live your life in a very intact and untouched, unbothered state. So let's get into some things that you can do to speak to yourself nice. The first thing that comes to mind is nurturing self-love. Mark 12 and 31 says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Speaking kindly to yourself is an expression of self-love. And when we love ourselves in a healthy way, we are better equipped to extend love and kindness to others. So I mentioned this before in another episode. I honestly cannot remember which one it was. Let me see real quick. I think it was the love yourself the way you want them to love you. Yeah, I think that's the one. So you want to to make sure you're not putting the way that you see yourself, view yourself, speak to yourself, build yourself up in the hands of someone else. You're not expecting someone else to treat you better than you treat yourself. However, in treating yourself grand, you will draw other people who do the same. And there will be some that try to, you know, sprinkle in that try to tear you down through, like I mentioned, jokes and things like that. But that's where, because you love yourself so much, you shut that down and they don't even get a chance. You know who you are. You love yourself enough to not fall for the traps of other people's words and you know how to love yourself enough to make sure you're speaking highly of yourself so that you're constantly nurturing you. The second one is speaking to yourself nice allows you to foster inner peace. So Philippians 4 7 says and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So positive self-talk contributes to inner peace aligning with biblical principles of finding peace through trust in God. I have seen this a lot because I've learned that what I want to see is connected to what I say. And if I don't say the right things, then what I see is going to be wrong. But the only way to know what I want to see is to already have a mental image of the things that I should be praying in order to make come to pass to make my reality. What I mean by that is I have to have the proper image of God and who he is to me and what he wants to do for me and what he is doing for me in order to keep my mouth in alignment so that I'm only saying, praying, releasing, interceding on things that I desire to continue to be my reality. So if I am living in a place of inner turmoil, it is going to affect 
my words if I first don't understand the power of them. And if I believe that me complaining is going to produce some type of positivity, I have it wrong. So in order to stay in a place of peace, I have to make sure I am speaking to that inner turmoil in a way that brings peace in. And the only way for me to allow peace to continue residing in me is knowing, first of all, who peace is, which is Jesus Christ, right? And making sure my words always look like peace. So that's all that I'm fostering in my life. I don't want to speak ill and turmoil over my life and think that I'm going to get a harvest of peace. You can't. You have to know what you're saying, why you're saying it, and what it's going to do to the things that you're targeting. Every time you say a word, you're either wreaking more havoc in your life or you're embracing the peace that God has already given to you. Okay, so I've learned to keep my eyes focused on the Lord because he is my place of peace. And when I do that, I am able to speak from that peace and continue to foster inner peace and even allow it to um, not bleed, but flow throughout my entire life. So you are contributing to that inner peace when you speak the right words. Speaking to yourself nice allows you to embrace God's design. Psalm 139, 14 says, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Speaking kindly to yourself acknowledges and celebrates the uniqueness and beauty of God's design. I have come to the conclusion that it is prideful of me and it is very ignorant of me to speak against what God has created. He created me. He created you. He created others. And if I'm speaking against that creation, I'm telling God that what he made with his hands was not good. Who am I to tell God anything is not good? Because when God created us, he looked at us and said that we were good. Go back to Genesis, right? So I have to make sure my words only speak of the goodness of God. And that goodness is not just in who he is alone, but what he's created. I am his goodness. He looked at me and called me good. He looked at you and said, she is good. I love what I created. I love what I designed. So why would you speak against what God says is good? Why would you say that it's bad? Every time you speak something negative against yourself, you're telling God what you created is bad. And I don't think we're grand enough to even be able to come out of our mouths and say something so ignorant and stupid. So make sure you're only saying that what God created is good and make sure it's starting with how you see yourself first or the words that you speak over yourself first. Another thing this does is it builds confidence. Joshua 1 and 9 says, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Positive affirmations. Y'all know I love some affirmations. Positive affirmations build confidence by aligning with the biblical command to be strong and courageous in the Lord. Speaking words of positivity will build and boost your confidence. I might do a YouTube video on that because my goodness, it will boost your confidence. I wake up every morning, you guys, and I say, I think it's like 130 affirmations that the Lord has given me over the last couple of months. And I say them every morning. And when I say these affirmations, listen, it makes me go out in my day feeling and knowing and believing and expecting to win in every moment. Even when losses try to come up, they have to be turned into wins because I can't lose. That comes from speaking and pouring into myself every day and only being able to do that because the Lord gives me these words to speak. So you want to affirm yourself because it is going to build your confidence and it's going to teach you and help you and show you how to be strong and courageous in the Lord. Another thing speaking to yourself nice does is it cultivates 
cultivates a gentle spirit. Philippians 4 and 5 says, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. The Lord is near. Speaking kindly to yourself contributes to the cultivation of a gentle and gracious spirit, reflecting the biblical call to let gentleness be evident to all. So yesterday, Takia, a friend of mine, tagged me in a post and she was just talking about how she believes I don't yell at all, right? And I was cracking up because... I had just did a YouTube video on how to not be a woman who argues a lot and how to stop arguing so much. And one thing I mentioned in that video was that over the last couple of years, I found myself yelling more than I ever have in my life. And I was asking God, like, what is going on? Why am I yelling so much? Because I know this isn't me. And he was just showing me that there have been times where I felt like I was not being heard. And the only way that certain people would respond to what I was saying is if I was yelling. And then feeling like I have to be be out of character in order to get a certain response, right? In order to warrant a certain response. And so over the last couple of weeks, I made a vow with the Lord and I said, God, from this moment forward, I'm not yelling anymore and I'm not arguing. I want my heart to remain in the space that it was in and my character to be that way as well, because I don't want to be that person that's arguing and yelling for what? When you feel like you have to raise your voice, you're just saying that you don't feel like you're being heard if you speak in a regular tone. You try to use tactics to bully people, to respond to you and to put fear in them. And I was speaking to someone a few days ago about um, getting certain responses from people and how, you know, you'll see it a lot in parenthood where parents will yell or they'll try to threaten you a certain way instead of just simply speaking to you in a nice tone and calmly. And I've learned that you get more with honey than you do with using things that will actually kill someone like poison. Nobody's going to be drawn to you if you're trying to draw them in with poison. And a lot of times our yelling can come from a poisonous place. But when you learn to be sweet and to be poised and tactful in your words, then you're drawing people in with honey and you're able to better express yourself and to make sure you have their ear. And then that person feels like when you speak to them, they're not going to be laced with venom, but instead you're going to give them something sweet. And that's actually biblical. I can't remember all the scriptures, but there's a lot of scriptures that talk about um, the way you talk to people and your tone and the importance of your words. And so making sure you have a gentle spirit, that is something I mentioned that um, the thing with what Takia said, because it was funny because I felt like I was in a space of always yelling. So her saying that I never yell was just cracking me up. But I'm grateful that I have self-control. Sometimes it doesn't feel good practicing that self-control because it feels like you're getting the lower in the stick of you're being walked over or people will try to bully you or whatever. But just know that the ba- God backs up the person who has self-control and who has a gentle spirit. One fruit of the spirit that is often looked over is gentleness. That is one that slept on so much. First Corinthians 4.21 says, what will ye shall I come unto you with the rod or in love or in the spirit of meekness? And that says a lot. If I come to you, I want to come to you in meekness and not pride or in a boastful way, no matter who you are, no matter your age, no matter if you're a janitor or CEO or whatever, I want to come in meekness and know that 
Um, I'm giving you words that are going to be beneficial to our relationship and our conversation and not create a wedge between us. First Peter 3 says, but let it be the hidden man of the heart and that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God, a great price. So you are extremely, extremely, extremely valuable when you understand the power of meekness, gentleness, and using words that are soft to the ears of people. You don't ever want to be the person who's spewing things in people's ears or saying things to them that is causing them to see themselves the wrong way or to have to fight through your words. God is going to hold you accountable for that. Speaking to yourself nice allows you to overcome negativity. Romans 12 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Positive self-talk contributes to the transformation of your mind, aligning it with the biblical call to renew our minds in Christ. This is one of the first things I did when I became a believer. And this is one of the first verses I actually learned after Psalm 23, of course. Romans 12 and 2, renewing your mind is very crucial in making sure you don't allow yourself to live in negativity. You want to stay in a place where you're constantly overcoming negativity or staying above negativity. And when you speak to yourself in such a way that you're constantly building yourself up, you kind of live in this cloud where you you know negativity exists, but you're not really acknowledging it unless the Lord tells you, hey, this is something you need to pinpoint. But I've found that I've reached a place where I know that certain things are going on because I'm not ignorant to it. However, it doesn't have my attention. It definitely doesn't have my focus and it's not steering me away from what I need to focus on. So you want to build yourself up in such a way or allow the Lord to build you up in such a way to where you're constantly living in a positive state. Remain optimistic. Being optimistic does not mean you're not privy to the negative things taking place. It simply means that you have a good outlook on life and you're navigating from a positive place rather than a negative one. And lastly, empowering others looks like 1 Thessalonians 5.11. Encourage one another and build each other up. This looks like speaking kindly to yourself. And when we do this, we become better equipped to encourage other people and lift others up. Fulfilling the biblical directive. This looks like iron sharpening iron. This looks like building up the next person and allowing yourself to be built up by them as well. And I want to leave you with Philippians 4 and 8. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. You want to think on the things that are honest, true, praiseworthy, pure, lovely, and of good report. Would you want someone to constantly bring you a bad report about you if they came to you every day and just constantly brought you bad things? You would not want to hear them barricade yourself off from them. They would not be able to get into your home because you understand the detriments of their words. So you want to love yourself that way first. Stop giving yourself bad reports. Stop sitting and festering and living in the negative things. The Bible says to the pure, all things are pure, but to the defiled, nothing is pure. When someone's words are laced with defilement, you will not hear anything pure. They're constantly speaking on negative things. They're constantly bringing bad reports. They're constantly tearing themselves down, other people down. And like I said, there are some people who can speak highly of themselves, but you can tell through their actions that they don't believe those words. Why? Because they're festering and living in a place of negativity and impurity. And the reports that they're reciting over and over in their minds are not good. You want to make sure you're not being that person. Keep 
keep speaking to yourself nice. This is something I learned to do a while ago. I had to go through a process with the Lord where there were times I didn't believe the things I was saying. I didn't believe I was pure. I thought that God looked at me and thought I was disgusting, even though he created me. I didn't believe that he had good for me, even though his word said it. And so he took me through a process where I had to begin reciting and speaking those things over myself over and over. And he told me, keep saying them until you believe them. Just because you choose not to say it doesn't mean it's any less true, but it becomes very true to you when it becomes your reality. And so there are times we say things and it sounds good and we really don't believe it, but keep saying it until you believe it. Proverbs 16, 24 says, pleasant words are as in honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bone. You want to make sure you stay healthy. This is how, this is where a healthy life begins. You know, we try to start with the gym. We try to start with getting new friends. We try to start with changing our wardrobe. No, it speaks with pleasant words. Pleasant words are as an honeycomb. They're sweet to the soul and they are health to the bones. So I just want to thank you for tuning in. Next week, our title is Put On Your Clean Panties. And I'm going to talk about hygiene and ways to take care of your body. If you haven't already, make sure you go ahead and hit subscribe and follow on one of your favorite platforms so that you can tune into the podcast weekly. And if you also have not, head over to my YouTube channel, DLK Pasco, where we have more conversations on womanhood and femininity from a faith perspective. As always, I'm your host, Dale Pasco. Remember, you're too soft to be acting so hard.